Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the July 24th edition of the Hughes Sports Podcast. I am your host in the same room as the old man. Old man, how the hell are you doing? I'm good, but why the hell are you yelling at me for? <clears throat> because I always start yelling. And then I realize I'm yelling and partway through. And I can't just, like, I can't go from yell to, like, normal just, talking. Like, like, just talk? God damn it. Well, I need to make Stop sure. Stop yelling at me! Maybe. Hi, everybody. How's it going? I hope you guys are having a great week. Um, it was a great week in the Hughes house, the Hughes household. So, yeah, I mean, no crazy news when it comes to the Canucks, which is good news, I guess. Well, I'm still waiting for some kind of blockbuster nerdish thing that you're going to throw at us. No, I got nothing. You, you got know, no this, blockbuster nerdy shit. This, this, for the first time, I think since we started this podcast in the beginning of January, just to remind you. Um, middle of January, but that's yeah, okay. middle of January. January, I think we started January 13th or 15th or something like that. I forgot my um, phone downstairs. Oh, oh, um, this is the first time I don't have any Canucks news to talk about, not even like a single iota of anything. Wow, I know, right? Um, we had a pretty crazy week in football though, uh, with the CFL. We did, <clears throat> we had so much stuff going on. Um, and the first thing I want to talk about, though, is a football of a different kind. Footy. Footy. As uh, you call it. Footy. It's Fridge is footy. Footy. It, it, so it, footy is a lot better because then the, the Brits know what you're talking The rest of the world knows what you're talking about. And... Because we have so many British people watching our show. Hey, I can show you stats. There's more international people than you probably think that watch this show. Cross your arms all you want. However... Uh, the Women's World Cup is going on in New Zealand and Australia. The first time the Women's World Cup has ever been split between two different countries. Um, but are they really different countries? Like, I hope <laughs> you don't have any Aussies and Kiwis on, on, on listening right now. They, I, they I will... do have an Aussie friend. And, um, Joanna, are they really, really, really different? God, I mean... You want to pick a fight, don't you? <laughs> you're in there to pick a fight today. Um, but... Team Canada, defending gold medals, gold medalists at the Olympics, um, are defending their title, uh, the title, basically, um, at the World Cup. Yes. Uh, first game was last week, last uh, Thursday. Thursday evening? Yeah, Thursday sure. evening, because it's six days between games. Yes, that's right. Yes. And it was a fun game. I, I, know, I know you were watching the football game. I was watching the football game, then I turned it turned over it to the um, foodie. 40. To soccer. And then um, I was turned it over in time to see uh, Miss Christina Sinclair blow a penalty kick. And really, like, she, if you watched it back, and I watched it back a handful of times, she telegraphed where she was putting that ball. And she didn't even kick it hard. No. Like, kick the damn ball. You have Again, one job. Well, you kick the ball. And um, it's like a kicker. God, the fact that she in real football, folks, in real football, the fact that she was taking the penalty shot kind of surprised a lot of people, including myself, because she's not known anymore for her power. I remember remember at the Olympics and there was a penalty shot. There was all kinds of talk because she didn't take the penalty. Um, So this time she did. And now we understand why she doesn't. Well, the so the reason she took it was right before the game, Jesse Fleming was supposed to be starting striker. And right before the game, about two hours before the game, it was announced that she was not able to make it. Oh, really? Uh, due to injury. So oh. um, it was from the, what the... So there's nobody else on the team that could kick that ball. 
no one that you want to trust with that type of pressure on them, I guess, is, yeah, is the thought process. Probably I mean, true, eh? And, and, and this is a conversation I want to have with you, and, and maybe not the week because we do have a lot of football uh, stuff to get into. But as far as Team Canada, not women's, but Team Canada soccer, is Christine Sinclair the GOAT? Oh, without a doubt. I would say she has to be. Uh, she's probably the most recognizable soccer player in Canada. I see, and, and, and for the most part, I would agree. However, in recent years, Alfonso Davies. He's definitely made a impact, but he's and, not even close to a Sinclair. Like uh, but, you see Sinclair immediately. I would say anybody that's remotely any kind of a sports fan knows who she is and that she plays for the Team Canada soccer. But you've also got to look at it. I mean, there's been no other Canadian player that's ever been transferred out of MLS into Bayern Munich, one of the top teams, if not oh, a top yeah, yeah. five team in the world at any given time. So you're, you're, that's I'm, your I'm argument to say for Alfonso Davies. Davies would be. And you know what? I mean, there's an argument for both. And I just think because her longevity, I mean, God, she's been on that team for. She is one of few. She is one of three players that is playing her sixth World Cup for the wow. women. And if she's that's scored, every four years, right? Every four years, yeah. So and that's if 24 she's, years? Yes. She's, for, she's 40 this year. If, if she scores this year, she, uh, and the other two don't, the other, I believe one is a um, Nigerian player. The other, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is a um, Japan player. I could be wrong on that, so okay. don't quote me. Um, if she scores and the other two don't, she'll be the only one to have scored in six World Cups. Wow. I know she's, I mean, after that many years, she's the all-time leading scorer for international f- women's football. Yeah. Or footy. Footy. Or soccer, as I like to call it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's soccer. I'm not a efficient. I'm not as efficient in soccer as I am in football or even hockey, for that matter. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was fun to watch. It was a fun game to watch. Yeah, fun. it was 0-0. I mean... But it was fun. It was fun. There, until the very last whistle, there was a chance for Canada to win, and that could, and in all honesty, that could come back to bite them. That they had two penalties in extra time, they had a penalty shot, and they missed it, and they couldn't put it away. Yeah, they have to win against Ireland here on Thursday morning, Wednesday morning. Sorry, Wednesday morning at four a.m. Pacific time, five a.m. Your time. And you'll be in Ontario. 7 a.m. my so time. So you'll actually be, it'll be a normal time if you're awake. You're no, old. You're there's gonna... no, there's no TV where I'm going. There. No. There's no satellite. There's no nothing. Well, you have cell phone service? Yeah, we have cell service. Oh, you click a button on your cell phone. What do you mean click a button on my cell phone? Well, I mean, you have the TSN I'm gonna, app. I'm going to call the freaking soccer club and say. I mean, say... you could. I'm sure it's Team Canada. They'd be like, yeah, I mean, you want to play by play? It's we'll Canada. walk you through. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't have any cable and can't watch this. Um, I could go into Port Severn, which is quite close. And or watch just it. watch it on your at phone. I could watch it. Drink right. a cup of coffee in the morning. That means I'd be up at seven a.m. You're old. You're going to wake up at six thirty. I probably am. So yeah, <laughs> you're used to waking up. You wake up at seven. You're like, oh, what a great sleep in that was. Um, but into the Canadian Football League now. Um, and before we do that, as we always do. Or the last few weeks we've done. Tell me who you think is first in the CFL Power Rankings. Actually, no. Tell me who you think is third in the in this week's CFL Power Rankings. Better yet, tell us who you th- give us your top three. Give us your top. Give us your top because three. Because the bottom, order. the bottom five 
six, six, nineties, yeah, six are um, <laughs> I, I, and with and Edmonton. Yeah, I mean, Edmonton. I mean, again, you can start putting high school teams in behind yeah. Edmonton. I'm going to say this right now. Um, the first game we're going to talk about is going to be, um, is going to be the Elks at the Bombers. I I got the computer. I'm in yeah. control today. Anyway, um, first game we're going to talk about is going to include the Elks. The Edmonton Elks walk into Winnipeg. Hold on, before we do that, oh. let's say hi to Carlos. Carlos Legena, how are you doing today? Global sports leads to weird kickoff times for someone. It's it is wild. It's, yes, I mean, come on. If it was hockey, oh, I mean, how many times have we been up at three o'clock, two o'clock in the for morning? For the Olympics or World Juniors, we do it all the time. It's, it's the, but those are Carlos? the only two events. World like the Olympics, Olympics and World Juniors. That's we're not true. we're not going to wake up for the World Hockey Championships. No, that are that are in Europe because NHL is going on. Yeah, no. Like, like we, in I affectionately sure. call it the Losers' Cup. Oh, don't call it that. People get mad when you do that. But it's it's, it's like the Smurf Mafia. They don't like it. They love it. Smurf Mafia doesn't like it. They do. They've been buying. Thank you so much for your first time chatting. And where are you chatting in from, Carlos? Um, but the first game of the week we had here on Thursday was Edmonton going into the Blue Bombers and getting doubled up by a score of fourteen to twenty-eight. What? Now, and, and I put underneath here, it was close until the fourth quarter. Yes. You messaged me that um, at halftime, I believe, or just after halftime, you were getting nine and a half points. Yes. With the Elks. Yes, so I took it. And the Elks were within a field goal at that point. I then log on to... No, it was halftime I did it. So they halftime? were tied. Because I logged in just after halftime, and that's when I got 11 and a half points. And I turned on the game... And it was a three-point difference. And I was like, how is this happening? And then I proceeded while watching the the, the women's team just kind of dominate but not do anything with it, have the Elks do the exact same thing. They they looked like they knew what they were doing. They were playing close. They were playing great. And then they just... The and then the second up. half happened. No, no, no. The fourth quarter happened. Yes, that's true. Because if you look at the scoring... Can you pull up the scoring in I that pull, game? I can pull I believe... I believe the Bombers scored. Um, what are you doing there? Oh, I see what you're doing. Okay, I believe the Bombers um, scored most of their points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I be- again, I believe it was fourteen fourteen or fourteen seventeen when I tuned it tuned in. I could be yeah. wrong. Give it a second. The site's slow. It's the CFL website. We know how terrible this site is. Having a, a, a terrible team like. Edmonton keep pace oh, with Winnipeg yeah. and made it interesting. It made it so I was literally watching the CFL game on my phone while watching the world in my TV. Yeah. That's, how, that's how close it was, right? And, uh, the, we're, you know, the CFL site's still loading. It for could be that we're on – wait, no, go up. Screw up. There, there it is. So it was the third quarter they scored the third 15 quarter. points. Yeah, I thought it was the third quarter, yeah. folks. Um, and I think it was near the end of the third quarter. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So the end of the third quarter going into – and then another touchdown in the fourth. Um, but really, they didn't look that impressive. No. The being blue, the Blue Bombers. Blue didn't, Bomb- didn't look that impressive. I know I give the Smurf Mafia a hard time. People have to understand the Smurf Mafia isn't the team. The team, I enjoy watching the Bombers because they're freaking amazing. Um, 
QB. Kalaros? Kalaros is absolutely amazing. Um, the, his ability to fire that ball downfield is crazy. Why I call him the Smurf Mafia is because they won two Grey Cups in 50 fucking years, and they're calling themselves a dynasty. Did you see the post? That's like saying Edmonton is still the city of champions. No, they're they, saying the same thing. They took down the sign finally. I know. That's why. Because they're not a city of champions anymore. Um, and Bombers are not a dynasty. Also, Carry Bomber on. fans, if you are listening, please do check out <laughs> on the website. It's going to be up later this week. I'm working with uh, different things, and I'm crossing my fingers it'll be done. You'll be able to buy everything right from our website. Oh, I didn't know about this. Yes. Oh, I've been see. working on this all, uh, for the last few days, and uh, I wanted to wrap my head through a wall because I love technology, but I also hate it with a passion. Um, so they can buy the Smurf Mafia You can buy the Smurf hoodie. Mafia hoodie. The, um, the BC Lions, I bleed black and orange. The brand new Edmonton Elks, I mean, uh, sorry, the Edmonton El- uh, Eskimo, I mean, Elks, uh, I'm just a fan t- uh, hoodie. <laughs> yeah, got to see and this the, one, folks. And the um, Quick Six crew, I think, is what we ended up calling it. I can't remember. Well, what the original it. one probably would have got us killed by a certain gang of people that ride bikes. I think it would, they would have taken it as a compliment. No, nope, they would have killed you. No, it was not. It was. I was not designing a leather jacket. Infringement. I mean, there's a lot of things we could get sued for infringement on this podcast. I don't think that'd be one I'd be concerned about. Would it be that one, too? <laughs> we don't mention them. Um, Carlos, the Bombers are or were close to being one, but they're not quite there yet. I assume that's talking about being a, a dynasty. Um, they're the closest we've had in many years. Um, I mean, Calgary was close, but they were never able to win the big ones. Well, they did in 2018 when you and I went to... Edmonton, 2018. Yeah, yeah 2018. No. But again, Calgary won one. Yeah. Out of the four appearances they made with you, that team? You've got to win four or five like the Even um, Eskimos you, did back in the day. Back to, when there was no salary cap and no parity. But that's league. but that's what that's what you can't call yourself a dynasty for it's a winning com- two. It's a well no, two, I agree. To two me, in a row. To me three. Two. two. And if it wasn't for COVID, you wouldn't have done that. To me, three in a row in a salary cap era is is. But they didn't do that, so they're not a dynasty. No, I I agree. They got their butts. They didn't get their butts handed to them, but they lost to Toronto. It was one point or two points, wasn't it? I don't remember. They they got destroyed by the Lions, who then got destroyed by the Argonauts. So yeah. No, no, I meant in the Grey Cup. Oh, in the Grey Cup. No, I yeah. I mean, Chad Kelly announced his arrival to the league, and that's why the Argonauts were so cool with uh, Bethel Thompson leaving. So, anyways, back to this one. I watched it. It was a good game. It wasn't. Uh, it was what it was expected to be. Um, boring. To the, I mean, it wasn't. I, w- I was going to say I wouldn't say this game was boring. I would say it was more exciting than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, definitely more exciting Again, than I thought it would be. Looking they, at the looking at the score, I mean, yeah, the third uh, quarter you're looking at eight to fifteen. I guess uh, because points. Edmonton scored a touchdown, it got exciting. But, I mean, it's close. Like, well, you, yeah. for Edmonton to have a close game, that's something. Well, yeah. I mean, and it I mean, was 6-6 at halftime. I mean, it, yeah. it's – When Winnipeg can't score a touchdown against the Elks in 30 minutes of football. Yeah. it's They're not as good as they were last year. No. Are they still one of the better teams in the league? Yes. yes. But they're not the best. But, again, and we've talked about this on before – the team, the, the team that we'll we'll talk about next here, the uh, the Friday night game, they're oh. leaps and bounds ahead of everyone else. 
And then there's a grouping, in my opinion, of two, potentially three teams in that uh, that next grouping. Yes. That are the Bombers, the Lions, and a team that uh, I think might surprise everyone that I'm putting up there. Um, who 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 do you, who are you putting up there with the the Lions and the Bombers? Probably Ottawa. That's the team I was thinking. Yeah, probably if Ottawa. Crum, if Crum can figure it out one more week, I think you've got to put Ottawa up there because their defense is good. Their defense can hold teams. No, I watched. Obviously, I'm, we're going to get into that game. We'll get into that game. Yeah. Before we get into that game, let's get into Friday night's game. Friday night. Uh, the Friday night football. The what used to be a doubleheader every single time, but is not anymore was the Toronto Argonauts heading into Hamilton and over-doubling them, 31-15. to 15. Um, I can say this much. I did not see a lick of this game. I did. Um, I don't remember what I was doing on Friday, but apparently it was not watching football. What was I doing Friday? I don't even remember what I was doing Friday, but it was more important than football. I think I saw this game, didn't I? Um, I oh, always assume you're going to be... I. I did kind of watch it. I didn't watch the whole thing. That's right. Um, I was keeping track of it, I'll say. Yeah. I was out. We uh, had date night. Ellie and I had a date night. Remember, I got my toes done. Right, yes. <laughs> it's a big day for for you when you get to a certain age to get your toes done. But moving on. Um, yeah, I honestly, I didn't even see highlights of this game, so I'm going to let you... Toronto dominated. It, it really did. I mean... Um, they jumped to a 20 to three lead, uh, at halftime and didn't look back. <laughs> it was that simple. Um, that's, uh, Ticat scored nine points in the fourth, basically more of, uh, I think Argos was playing their ninth string, um, defense because they just didn't need to. No. Um, there's just so Chad Kelly, I have seen a lot of quarterbacks come and go in this league. From Jennings, I don't know if do you remember Jennings. Yeah, John Jennings, Jennings printers. printers. I've seen a lot. Um, Buck Pierce is another <laughs> one. Yes, Buck Pierce. Shut up, Buck. Shut up, Buck. Um, only only Vancouver fans will understand that. No, one. no, not only Vancouver fans will shut will get that. Only fan people who know you will get that. Really? Because that's that's hundred percent an inside joke between me and you. Yeah, but no, that started. Everybody knows that no. Buck Pierce went to a hockey game with who did he go to a Claremont. hockey game? Jason Claremont. Jason Claremont, and you could see they were showing him, and you could see Buck Pierce was just doing this, and you could see the look on Claremont's face was like, "Shut up, Buck." That literally, we watched the game, and that happened. <clears> and I, <throat> he said that he was like, "I'm pretty sure Claremont just said shut up, Buck," <clears throat> and then from forever on, it was just anytime Buck Pierce was on the screen, "Shut up, Buck." And now he's the offensive coordinator for who is he with? Is he with Winnipeg? Why do I want to say Winnipeg? I know he was with Winnipeg. I don't I know if he still, still is. is. I think I he don't is. know because I don't know what if Michael Shea okay, is fans, also the coordinator. Okay, fans, let us know who's Buck Pierce with. I'm pretty sure he's the OC for um, Winnipeg. Anyway, so so I watched it. But like I say, bits and pieces. Argos Chad Kelly just in a class of his own this year. Um, yeah. Is, is he good enough to get a sniff from an NFL team? Because the, the I, from what I'm hearing is he was selected pretty high and there was attitude and personal issues outside of the field. I've never heard that, but I did. I do know that he was – his dream, of course, is to play in the um, NFL. But um, is he good enough? I've, 
I guess so. Uh, yeah. Um, he's, he's definitely not in the same category, I would say, as uh, Rourke. Because uh, Rourke was in a category by himself. Um, I mean, he was leading the league only playing nine games. So could he? Yeah, he could get a sniff. I don't know if he'll have a cup of coffee down there. But um, he's definitely a CFL quarterback. That boy can run. That boy can throw. He can read a defense like nobody else. Like, he's good. He's good. So just to, just to clarify, because I want to make sure I was correct, and I am, um, uh, shortly after committing to play for the Rebels, Kelly was arrested for after an alleged nightclub brawl and gun threats. Eh, that'll do it. So that'll hurt your chances um, down there. Yeah, hurt your chances very quickly. Yeah, uh, down in the states. But I mean, from everything that everyone's talked about in the insiders, um, like the the Dunnigans, the Rod Blacks, Farron Walgy, he seems to have turned oh, his, turns things around. That's a question. When did Rod Black come back to TSN to start calling games? Rod Black. Yeah. Did he leave? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think he ever left. I think he left. I'm gonna Google search this as we're talking right now. Because I, honestly, I saw him. The, I saw him, and I was like, "What the hell? When did Rod Black come back?" I don't think he ever left. Where would he have gone? Okay, fans, help me out here. Rod Black did leave, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Uh, see, 2021, he announced his departure from TSN. You mean during the COVID shortened or the COVID lack of season? But he, but he what, didn't come back. He just came back. So that's the, that's the article saying he left. Yeah. And there's no news article saying he's back. Saying he's back. Uh, for over 30 years. Says goodbye. Moving on from PSN. Yeah, see? He's left and now he's back. Yeah. He's um, back. He missed a year. Did he miss a year? Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did because he went off. To, I think he went to Toronto... He did something. I don't know what he did, but I know he did leave. So um, it was weird to see him. Um, moving on to to Saturday's game. Yes. Um, before we get into that, oh, I want to remind everyone: do check out HughSports.ca. Uh, it's where we post our articles, our opinions, um, sometimes reviews of games. Son of a bitch. Um, but tomorrow there will be a yes, post. Yes, and I can say that. <laughs> tomorrow there will be a post uh, reviewing all the games. Um, they, we've killed the old man. He's he's laughing at his own jokes here. The On Wednesday, there will be a post uh, talking about the Canadian women's team because it's something I kind of want to follow during the World Series, or the World Series here, the World Cup. Um... And then a preview of the games because the old man is out of commission for the next week. As he mentioned, he's going to be uh, out where there's no internet, no Wi-Fi, no TV. He'll be on a dock drinking docktails. He'll be, did you say docktails? Yeah, that's what they call them. It's like cocktails, but they're on the dock, so they're called docktails. All right, then. We're just going to move on from that. But <laughs> do check out viewsports.ca. Um, comment on things if you like our, what Does we're that doing mean here. I'm not writing the article next week, this week? Well, I mean, it, are you going to be able to finish it before you jump on your plane at 4.30 this morning? Or well, morning? I could write it on the plane. Yeah, I mean, if you do that, then just send it to me when you land. Because I'm sure I could have Wi-Fi on the plane. I'm sure if you pay for the Wi-Fi on the plane. Do I have to pay for it? Usually. But I'm a WestJet member. 
Uh, maybe they give you internet for free. I, I got I got a uh, WestJet Mastercard. All right, the, they they really. The number it. on my WestJet Mastercard is one 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 five 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 five. Um. But yeah, check out esports.ca because we do put a lot of time and effort into um, all of our articles. Well, some of us put time and <laughs> time into our articles. Um, some of us just write gibberish and get the other one to edit it. Oh, this is why we can't do things. Bitch, (laughs) this is why we can't do in-person podcasts more often, folks. But moving on to the Saturday, folks. If you're not watching, you're missing three quarters of the show. Okay. Moving on to the Saturday game, we had the Saskatchewan Rough Riders walk in to a rather large paid attendance. At BC Play Stadium. Oh, fuck off with your paid attendance. It's just attendance, will you? God damn it, I get tired of you nerds. When I when I turned... So, for context, I was out refing. I was out officiating a football game for... Oh, you were refing, were you? I was officiating. I say refing because when I say I was officiating football, everyone's like, what does that mean? And then I have to just be like, it's refing. It's easier to explain, even though I'm an official, not the head referee. There's one head referee, there's a shit ton of officials. Especially at a CFL game. Okay, carry but on. <laughs> I get I I get into my vehicle and turn on the heat or the heat the AC because it's thirty bloody degrees out and it's too hot to even exist. And I turn on TSN while I'm waiting for my car to cool off and I'm looking at the game and I'm like, this is weird. I thought it was supposed to be like sold out, and there was huge gaps of player of people missing, and I don't know if it was too hot and people stayed home. It, or what it was down I think a down lot of the, I mean, when we go to the paid attendance compared to the um, um, attendance of actual people there, yeah, very few sports will actually announce actual attendance. Actual attendance no. because they don't care. No. You bought your ticket. You bought your ticket. As long as you've paid their money, they don't give up flying flanagles if you show up. Yes. So a lot of tickets, I think, throughout the CFL are corporate tickets. That's fair. And the corporate tickets, um, Corporates, a lot of time, when you're given something free, there's no value to it. Yeah. So a lot of people do are given free tickets and they don't go. Well, and especially in a corporate sense where it's... Um, <laughs> TJ Streams. TJ, who I forgot to, completely forgot to upload, is the winner of our technical, the technical winner of our uh, fantasy challenge. TJ, we know, you and I know. That you randomized your ass to, to win it. You came in second because who won, Jake? Uh, who came in first? DJ won. He has a hoodie. It says it. DJ has a hoodie. It says it. Do you want me? I can pull up the pictures. I can upload them to the stream for you if you'd like. Carry on. Glad you got the hoodie, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'm not going to jail for a week. Well, he was the number one viewer. Precisely. It's okay to be second. There's nothing wrong with being second, DJ. Um, but what so what happens is a lot of these, like you're saying, corporate tickets. You'll you'll work at a Shaw or something, and it'll be like, oh, here's tickets, and they don't really care about like the giveaway. The people will be like, oh, I don't really care about the tickets, and they'll, they'll try to sell. Yes. What happens is what should be happening is places like Sakaris and Price who do ticket giveaways. And if you're there, they'll go say hi to you. Yes. There's a, there's, yeah, you're getting the tickets for free, but you're someone who wants the tickets. And there's an implied benefit of, I was able to take my picture with Matt and Blake Price. Yes. Or Matt, uh, Sakaris, Blake Price. 
Um, but besides the attendance, the game was fun. The game was just fun. It was chaos. It was it was confusion. I entered my house at the worst time possible because apparently Vernon Allen Jr. got injured. Yes, he went down early. Very early because I didn't miss much. Like I missed maybe two minutes of the actual game. And then I, I was going to say it was within the first five minutes, wasn't it? I think I so. My memory serves me correctly. I think like the first 10 minutes of maybe first 10 minutes. Like yeah. it was in the first quarter. Definitely the first quarter. Um, however, it is good sounding. I heard an interview today with uh, yes. uh, Rick Campbell that um, they're taking over precautions. Yeah, there's no ligament damage. The no stability's, stability's good. No structural He's damage. He's not on the six game injured reserve. But they're going to take their time. It's day to day. Big thing is, who are they playing next week? They play Edmonton in Edmonton. So are you are you going to push a guy? No. Who's sit him? Who who could potentially yeah have have any sort of injury exacerbate exacerbate whatever the word is I'm trying to say I can't say masturbated I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. <laughs> The um, or game. and this is why I don't like him in the room when I do a show. The the or do you let Dane Evans, who looked fine, yeah, had a couple like again, there was a few issues just like Mason Fine had, um, because it was Mason Fine's first start as well, yeah. Um, but there's always going to be those issues, like, and there was a handful of offsides from the slot backs. But that's happened because every quarterback's going to have a slightly different cadence. Yes. It takes you four, three or four series to get used to that. And, I mean, your offense, you have an offensive game plan going into a game. Yeah. It's not like you just throw plays in at random. No. You literally have a set playbook that you're using. And so you have that game plan based on the fact that it's going to be Vernon Adams Jr. Yeah. running those plays. When Vernon got hurt now, now everything, that whole playbook's got to be tossed out. To a degree. To a degree because... Well, because they're different quarterbacks. They are different quarterbacks, but they're very similar in a lot of different ways. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I mean... I, mean, I think I think Vernon Adams is way more athletic uh, yes, running-wise. Yes. However, um, I think in the pocket, Dane Evans, in my opinion, is a better quarterback. Oh, he's definitely he's got a better stand, arm. He's able to stand there. He's patient. He's able yes. to get free when needed. And a couple times I saw him get flush from the pocket and just get back to the line of scrimmage rather than trying to trying to do anything fancy. Just exactly. get back to the line of scrimmage, yes. take the hit and go down. Yeah. Um, I think honestly, like again, it was it, a defensive game. It was a, literally, and I say it every time the riders in BC play is take the under, take the under. And it's not going to be a high scoring game. Also, I don't know if you remember 11 and a half points is what, or eight and a half points is what they were giving. Yes, the riders. Cause I won um, money. Did you? I didn't make a bet this week. I bet five bucks to win a dollar seventeen. Ooh, big bets! Why even make the bets? Because I made it, then realized what I had done. That's fair. I don't know. But um, like even at eight and a half points going into the fourth quarter, you're looking like, hey, this is a pretty close game. Like, it. I mean, the lines didn't blow them away. Saskatchewan's got a good team. A lot of people are like, oh, Saskatchewan. Hey, you just barely beat Saskatchewan. A lot of teams just barely beat Saskatchewan this year. But and it's their offense is okay. I hate I hate how many times they're like Mason Fine played fine. <laughs> it's like yeah, we get it. You guys think you're freaking hilarious announcers. That is funny. Oh my god, that's like the crumb the crumb back. 
Come on. Can we stop? Can can we just stop with the, the quarterback nicknames? No. Can we just stop? It's like... the best part, Jake. Come on. Like, I'm glad they didn't have this when... Did you ever see that picture? Yes, I was okay. there for that picture. Look at that picture. Isn't he a handsome guy? Um... It, like back when Travis Lule was around, could you imagine if they were like, "You need to take the Lule parlay"? Like, what a stupid goddamn freaking. Well, that's just dumb. Thank you, but yeah, but yeah, from back is better. Well, it's better than the Lule parlay. I was literally trying to. I literally, I was sitting here trying to. Because it up. doesn't make sense. A crumb back? Come on. Come better on. than the dick uh, incision. One sec, folks. Give me a sec. So Jay, I get, I get it. A crumb back is because, is because it's a, a comeback. comeback. Oh my goodness. Okay. Sorry, folks. But I blame his mother. <laughs> but that it's 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 not even it's not even a good pun. But either way, <laughs> like be creative. If you're gonna be creative, be creative. Um, but Mason Fine, I think, is a, a okay quarterback. Has potential to be a good quarterback. Who Mason Fine? Oh yeah, no, he's gonna be decent. But I mean, he's not gonna be a. Um... Vernon Adams. He's not, not going to be a Chad Kelly. I could see him being a Vernon Adams, a guy who takes a few years to figure yeah, it out. Sure, and, sure, sure. But, I mean, Vernon Adams, his ceiling is starter in the CFL. I don't think he'll oh, ever yeah, get no. an NFL. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could see Mason Fine next year getting traded, or I don't know what his contract situation is, but Edmonton takes a look at him, or Hamilton takes a look at him after this Bo Levi. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's going to be eyes on the quarterback carousel yes. this next year with the – and I think the next year, and it's so hard to make a trade in the CFL. Yeah. It's near it's impossible. It's, and if you're making it, I mean, the only trade I can think of that was a good trade, like a, a one-sided trade was this past offseason, was Dane Evans for a conditional second-round pick. Was that one of those... Um, we don't have a use for him, so we'll throw him away. A CFL handshake? I think that was one of those well, I mean, Wally Buono. Well, and like you say, but it happened in the NHL too. It's a Braley. The Braley trade. We don't talk about those. But, no, but the, it's the it's the future consideration trade yes. in the NHL. And we're seeing them more and more, especially in this. Uh, and even if they don't say future, future considerations, it's a handshake between the yeah. CFL because it's a nine-team league. Yeah. How do you trade someone? Like, how does Calgary and BC make a trade? They can't. I mean, you could, but it would have to be. It would literally have to be a. Like, I'm just trying to think of two players, like a uh, a receiver for a top end receiver for a top end DB. Swap. Tit for a tat. Yeah, it'd have you're, to be. It's, you're, um, you're, you're never taking a trade in the like in the um, NHL or in the NFL where you're taking a draft pick to get rid of a good player. Yeah, no, because there's there's not enough. You're, you're first off, the draft is terrible in the CFL because your first round is. Offensive lineman, basically. Oh, yeah. And your second round is, uh, what if they don't make it in the NFL quarterbacks? Yes. Really, that's... It's, yeah. Right? <laughs> it's not, So yeah. you're not able to make trades. This offseason, I think, could be very interesting for the quarterback carousel again. And it's the same thing with uh, coaching change. Everybody's like, oh, Dickinson out in Ryderville has to go. Jones in Edmonton has to go. Go where and who are you going to bring in? There's all sorts of options. I mean, you're not going to talk to another team. I'm not going to let you talk to anybody. Not right now. No. No. That's no, what mid, I mean. Mid season. Mid season. If you're in the CFL, if you're going to fire anyone, you're firing and you're hiring uh, or promoting. You're promoting with an intern. Or you're bringing up somebody from college. Um, 
university or college down in the states, or high, or high school down in the states, or like, high school down in the states. Yeah. I, mean, that's, I think, and I think that's very often where they go high school, CFL, then they'll go to college or the NFL from there. Yeah, um, yeah. but quite often yeah. they'll make more money pl- being a receivers coach Bob, in, the, in yeah. college yeah. than they will in in the CFL, which is just absurd. Yes. But the BC Lions, they didn't look. Bad. They didn't look good. They yeah, looked. They won. They they won. They people are shitting on them as usual. Smurf mafia. But they also were playing with their backup quarterback. They That's... they did well. They they won the game. They didn't dominate. They their didn't... defense showed up as they always do. And if I'm this, a quarterback, this Betts kid. <laughs> you know who he's reminding me of. Um. If you. Yeah. Um. Uh, Cameron? No. God, no. Yes! God, no. Yes! Do you want to look up stats right now? What? Completely different God, position. Fucking nerd. Completely different position, first off. But you get what I mean. Like, he's that dominant. I, like, I look, at, but look so... at Brent Johnson. Look at Brent Johnson when he played on the D, the D line for the for the Lions. He wasn't. I don't think he was as dominant as Bets kid. I think you're you're not remembering correctly. I'm going to try to get Bets on the show. What do you What do you say? I think if you could do that, it would be a lot of fun. I think we get Bets on the show. Then you tell him that he's not that good. I just I don't think he is a what five time Pro Bowler. He in will the NFL. knock your ass on the floor, bitch. Fucking it's like <laughs> Gary Peters would knock my ass on the floor, and he's two foot nothing. Um. I'll get Paradis to knock you on the floor. Well, no, and I then he'll do a shot, shot of banana, banana liqueur. Um, speaking of... Mr. Paradis. Mr. Paradis. Uh, a big game for him. Not for his team, but for him personally. As the Stampeders lose in overtime for the first time ever, a team in the CFL wins back-to-back overtime games. Is it really? It's the Ottawa Red Blacks. Wow. First- and I did it, not know that. It's very specific. First team in back-to-back weeks yeah, yeah. to win in overtime because there has been, I believe, an occasion where a team won in overtime, had the bye, and won in overtime. Oh, so this is back. Very specifically, weeks. back-to-back weeks. So of course, I was at the game. This was I, and this was a game that I watched from beginning to end. I kind of wish I would have watched it on TV, to be honest, because it was mother freaking hot. Yeah, it would be hard to focus because it was had to have been 25, 30 degrees yeah. when uh, when the game started. Oh, yeah. It was warm. It was definitely warm. Um, shout out to Jeff McCleary, who watches our show. He, uh, We are sitting there minding our own business, Ellie and I, and up comes this guy, and he sits down and gives Ellison a big hug. It was Jeff McCleary. Oh, really? Jeff, you know, yeah. Jeff McCleary, he lives in Vernon, uh, moved up to Vernon because of Jeff. Vernon. Kelowna. Wow, I don't know where I got Vernon from. Uh, anyways, uh, it was an amazing, amazing, amazing game. Um, I don't know what he's doing don't over worry, here. Don't worry, don't worry. He's distracting me, folks. Don't he's worry. He's distracting me. Um, it was a fun game to watch. I am still unsure of Jake Mayer being a starter for the Stamps. Um and can we talk about play calling? Always. You, I, you know me. I will talk about anything you play calling wise. So I texted Jake right at the end of the game. And what did I say to you? Um, that you believe that Dickinson lost Calgary that game. Dave, it was Dave's fault that we lost that game. What is Sorry, what is this we shit? And 
The reason being, you're up by five points. You're in the fourth quarter. You're up by five points. You got the ball at the 38-yard line. And you didn't kick a field goal. You're third and three at the 38-yard line. You have the best kicker, field goal kicker in the league. No. Over the years, he has been the most consistent kicker. There's a story here. I'm going to tell you the story in a minute. But you you decide to go for it. You decide to fake a field goal and try, and you missed. Yep. You only got a year, yard and a half, two yards. Um, you kick that field goal, you win the game. There's no overtime. There's no nothing. You win the game if he makes it. And I'm sure he would have. It was a 42-yard field goal. Um, it drives me nuts when I see stuff like this, and it's funny because I sit right behind this guy who's been um, going to Stamps games since the Stamps have been around. He's an elderly gentleman. I'm pretty sure he said, because I've gone to games with you before, that he was going and, like, like he got tickets in the 60s. Yeah, he's been there forever. Like, I think he's... And he's in the same seats forever. Like, him and his wife, they're such a cute couple. Uh, They high-five, they hug, every point. It's so much fun to sit near him. Anyways, he looked back at me and he goes, Oh... You're going to be mad at that one, aren't you? <laughs> and I was like, I just don't get the play calling. I don't understand. But I guess that's why he's paid the big bucks. Maybe he knew something I didn't know. Well, clearly not. So, like, But again, you have – you carry on doing what you're doing. Yep. You have the best – most consistent kicker in the league over the years. He actually scored his 2,000th point. And this young lady behind me says – Look at that. He's the, he's got the most points ever in the CFL. And I started laughing and I turned around and I says, well, if you got another 1889, he would have the most points in the league ever. And she looked at me and I, and it, her mom obviously looked at me and said, that would be Louie, wouldn't it? And I'm like, yeah, that's Louie. She goes, how do you know that number? I'm like, well, I'm kind of a fan. <laughs> if borderlines, Okay, there was a restraining order that one time. Borderline stalking. <laughs> so, but no, I mean it was a dumb play. I in my books uh, went to overtime, and they both scored touchdowns. And the stamps, of course, you got to go for two. The stamps didn't make it, and the Red Blacks did, and they won it by two. Yeah, it, it was it was wild to me. Sorry, I, I was doing something, and then you got me distracted on this. Um... I'm trying to find the actual stats here. So this is based off of NFL, so it is slightly different, of course. Um, what do you? So there. Uh... So if you're looking at the actual I don't statistics, know what it, he's going. He's gone full nerd on me again. You're looking at I a apologize. Forty-four percent chance of scoring if you're starting the drive at your own forty-five. You have an eighteen percent chance of a field goal and a twenty-six percent chance of a of a touchdown. So would you not take that 20 – like, as you get closer to the end zone, that chance is higher. Now, what was it? It was third and four? Three. Third and three. From the 38. You're up by five. I think – You I kick think, that field goal, you're up by eight. They have so to score a score touchdown, touchdown and a two-point conversion. I get it. Scored a touchdown and two-point conversion either way. No! Yes, they did! <sighs> you don't understand. No, I do understand. So what you're saying is you would take the, the, the points – Right? You take the three points. You always take the three points. They then start three yards difference 
at the 35. If you make if he makes that first down, you almost guaranteed to have a touchdown at that point. Almost guaranteed. From the yeah, from that's the kind of, that's like a little bit pregnant. You know from that, a 30, right? From the 35 yard line, you're not, the, you're not gonna guarantee you're gonna get a touchdown. Go back to every single overtime in a game we've had this year in the CFL. I believe there's been one time that a team didn't score a touchdown. That was Calgary. Correct. I don't care who it was. <laughs> it, but you've only had one team that got the ball in the 35 and didn't score a touchdown. So your odds are pretty good that you're going to score a touchdown if you have the ball at the 35 with a set of fresh downs. I think he made the right decision. Okay. Old school football logic dictates you are correct. I will give you that. But if you're going to go for third down, yep. you got three yards. Right. Yep. So if you're gonna do that, why wouldn't you line up and just go for the third? Go for it instead of trying to fake a field goal. Because you're because trying- now you're eight yards back. Because the no, because you snapped the ball back to the to no, the holder. But that's, he, he's that's five not what they yards did. back. That's not what they did. What did they do? Did you not? Were you not at the game? I was at the game. So they went to line up, and instantly Ottawa should have known there was a lot of people there, and they stood up in front of me, folks. Ottawa should have known that it was a fake right away. Because Stevens was in the game to hold the ball, which is normally um, Stevens always holds the ball for the kick. Doesn't no, he, he does not. Cody does. Oh, that's right. Cody normally holds the ball, so Stevens came in, and the announcers were like, "That's weird. That maybe like maybe something happened with um, Cody." And Stevens instead came up, run up, raked the ball, hiked it, and, and ran. Oh, did he? Yeah, it oh, was right I, under I center. That, folks. It was right under center. So there's no, there was no... What you doing over there? I'm getting things ready for the next segment. Oh, he's getting things ready for the next segment, folks. Um, so, again, they had three yards. They should have, They technically only need to make two because you should be able to get that one yard because your offense knows when the ball's going, the defense doesn't. And you have that they one They need yard. three yards, not one. No, but you, so, no, they need two yards. They need three yards total. You should have that one off of the go because you have a one-yard buffer between your oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so your, now you your, only need two more. You only need two more. That's you should be able to do that if you fall forward. Fall forwards. Oh, you say they didn't, and they failed. They did because they, they suck, and it was a wrong play call in my books. Again, I think old-fashioned, old-style football says he, yes. If he calls me old one more time tonight, I'm going to give him a black eye. I'm telling you, nobody's going to hold me responsible. I'm just going to wind I up. I think they will. I think I'm just going to wind up. I think. That, yeah. I don't think. I don't think. Um, Is that allowed? No, I don't think so. I think that's child abuse. Loss. I don't think it's child abuse. I think it's just assault at this point in time. I'm 30. What's that? the next segment oh we're doing that next um yeah we, we, we really? will be wow cool i thought we'd review the next week's games no we always do this first and oh then okay the next games. um however one thing i wanted to talk about that we didn't get to during the tie cats because we got very distracted multiple times throughout tonight is that bo levi was at practice today for the yes. Cats, which uh good to see i mean i'm not obviously anybody who's ever listened to this uh podcast Knows I'm not a Bo Levi fan whatsoever. But, Matter of fact, um, I think he sucks. Um, but it's good for the league to have Bo back. Yes. Um, hopefully he, he is able to. I don't know if he'll be able to play this week with um, with uh, for the Ticats. But it's good that he'll be back probably the week after. 
he'll be able to actually start. Why couldn't he start this week? Uh, I think it would to get you back up into game shape. Oh, I think I, I like, thought I think, there was some kind of nerdy rule that you came up with. That no, no. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's been six games. To be completely honest, but you can pull someone off the six game injured reserve. I don't know about that. I, I, I don't know, know the rules about that. Like I know the rules about the NHL's um, injured reserve CFL. There's so many confusing little nuances. Like if you're an American, if I had my phone. I would actually text Roddy on that one because I'm not sure. Yeah. Hey, um, I mentioned Rod today. You did. Hey, look at that. We got. I mean, we did get 49 minutes in the show before you mentioned yes, it. I did. But uh, everyone who is watching right now, before we jump into it, um, what are you doing? Seeing if anyone in chat had given us their uh, power rankings, no. and it doesn't look like they did. Well, it's a great conversation we didn't yeah, have yeah. today, but no one gave me their uh, power rankings. So let's do our power rankings. Power, power rankings? rankings. Power rankings. Power rankings. We're gonna do the power rankings. I think we need to record that into a song for you. <laughs> so, um, give me a second here because this is not my setup and it's very confusing for my brain. Why? Oh, I see what you're going to do. Okay. This is what I always do every single week. Oh, is that how it comes up? Yeah. Oh, isn't that cool? Yeah, look at that. You're learning new things every day. I can do stuff on you now. What? Yeah, but... So, number nine. Number nine. Drum roll. Which should be to no surprise... The lonely Edmonton Elks. Two. I think from here on, I think it's going to be interesting who he picks. I tried to look, but I don't have my glasses on because the light reflects off. I don't have my glasses on either if it makes you feel any better. Well, it's because the light reflects off. Yeah. No, and my glasses are blue light filters, so it looks like everything's blue and yeah, easy. Yeah, and bug not, yeah. It bugs me if someone does I that. I just so. don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, Edmonton Elks. For anyone who... Um, oh, and by the way, that way when I go out in public... People can't recognize you? Well, because it's like Superman. It's like Superman. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, did you hear? Sorry. Did you? You know how we people always make fun of that? Squirrel. You know how people always make fun of that? Yeah. It's like, yeah. How would you be able to? Did you know that Charlie Chaplin once entered a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest and finished in second? <laughs> Marilyn Monroe did the same thing. Hey. She didn't even podium. Yeah. Yeah. I knew Marilyn Monroe did. That's ah, funny. But continuing on with the power rankings and not the random thoughts that come into our ADHD-riddled brains. <laughs> In number eight, we have the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Because until they do something, they, you can't really move either two. These two teams are locked in space until someone does something. Yeah. Um, I agree. The first Which team, is unfortunate because um, with the Grey Cup being in Hamilton, I was hoping they're going to be contenders. Well, and they loaded up to try to make themselves yes. contenders. You can't get you can't blame the um, the my brain is not working. The GM. The, the ownership, ownership group there. Oh, they, they put out nothing. the box. They, they said we're gonna we're gonna try to put on a show, and um, but they instead, have, yeah. Instead, it didn't work out. Yeah. Number seven, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Oh. Um, having them drop one position. The, the, the old man is confused by this. And yeah, I am. Isn't, isn't really a fan. I can tell. Well, I guess they lost. I mean, we beat them 19 to 9. They so lost. They lost by 10. Okay, well, we'll give you this one. We'll give you this one. And then number six, the Calgary Stampeders. They also moved down one. Because they lost. Even though they, they, they lost, they are still ahead of the, the Riders in the power rankings. Yeah. I think it's fair. Yep. Yeah, nope. um, I'm going to agree with you so you've far. You've got your bottom four teams, the bottom two in each, East and West. Yeah. Uh, or sorry, your bottom. Sorry, your wow. bottom. I can't even do. You got your bottom three teams in the West, in the West, and the bottom of the East in the Hamilton Tiger Cats. 
People are probably going to think why Ottawa above Calgary, but the Montreal Alouettes are in fifth. They did not play. I can't see a reason to move them or move them up or down. Up or down. However, the big movers of this week, which should be no shock to anyone, the Ottawa Red Blacks. Wow, by three, three with that performance. Wow, I don't know about this one. They, I would put them, I mean, I could see them in fifth, but into fourth. I could not, in, in good conscience, I could not move the Alouettes. Do you, if they, if the the Red Blacks and the Alouettes face right now, who, who, are, you, who are you putting your money on? I'm putting my money on the Red Blacks. They've got the momentum. The Alouettes are kind okay. of sputtering. Okay. Uh, it, again, up for debate. But uh, I apparently like controversy. Yeah, apparently. And then now the top, the top three, three are obvious for for anybody three, who's, who's watching. You want to pick Blue Bombers. In two, we have the BC Lions, and of course, the team that is better than all the rest in the CFL this year. We have. Why is this not working? Get rid of the black bar. The Toronto Argonauts. Top three, of course. Yes, I agree. Obviously, um, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know if I would have put Ottawa as high up as you did. I think that they. I think this is just the beginning with uh, Crumb. He's looking good. Their Ottawa Redblacks. Their defense is bending, <laughs> but not really breaking. Did you spell Ottawa right? Is, that looks weird. How would you spell Ottawa? I don't know. I don't know why I'm thinking. Ninety-nine uh, percent sure that's correct. Okay, it looks funny to me. Montreal. I don't know why. Calgary, Saskatchewan. Probably because you got them in the wrong spot. Edmonton. I have them in the right spots. I think you're wrong. Well, I mean, that's for everyone and yourself to debate on. What are you doing? Just shoot the bo- No, don't, don't do, that. do that. No, you can't do okay, that. Do that. Like that. Okay, it doesn't work that doesn't way. It doesn't work that way. So, okay. um, let's stop doing that. And let's look at next week's matchups because <clears throat> we haven't even looked at. I, we haven't gone through these, and normally I know who you've picked. Uh, before this even starts. No, you don't. Normally, you have your article into me, and at the very bottom of your article, it shows who you picked. So, I normally know who you picked. On, but Let's look, take a look, because I don't know the schedule this week off the top of my head. Friday, we have uh, two games on Saturday this week. So, our first game is on Friday, and we have Hamilton taking on Ottawa. This is going to be a good game. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. I don't think Bo Levi is going to be back. And because of that, I think Ottawa is going to just walk in there and, and walk out with a double double digit point victory. Really? Yeah. That's how highly See, I think. This of- one, I think, being a Kevin the medium. Hmm. Is... Even though, even though the medium, the medium powers will never tell you. No, but that's okay. Don't tell anybody that. I mean, you tell everyone that. So that's Ottawa. That's. Um, Hamilton. Hamilton's the backside of the ball. And literally. He's literally battery. flipping a coin. Backside, that's a, you're picking Ottawa. I'm picking Ottawa just because the coin flip told me I was picking Ottawa because that's how I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think so. Um, if you can get more than three and a half points, friends, take it. Um, take the spread on either way because it's going to be that close. Um, give me one second. I'm just pulling up the odds here. So pulling up odds. That's what he's doing. That way we have them when we... Did you know you can go to VIPBets.com and get odds from VIP Bets? I, I'm sure you can. They now have their Canadian license. And if you're listening, go to VIP Bets. It's the place to go for all your sports betting. Do you remember VIP? I definitely do. 
So we're just going to sit here because Jake's doing something again. So right now, the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats have been given two and a half points. They're given two and a half? To the Tiger Cats. Really? Yeah. Wow. So uh, Ottawa's the favorite. Yeah. Um, which checks so, out. I, what did I say? I said... Then we have Saturday, the early game on Saturday. I don't know what time it is because it doesn't... Oh, it's 2 p.m. Mountain Time, which is 1 p.m. Uh, back home in Pacific Lands. Um, Saskatchewan taking on Toronto. I am going to take Toronto. I, but having said that, this is the upset. This is my upset of the week. I'm literally okay, folks. Listen carefully, Smurf Mafia. Somebody pissed me off earlier. Mm. Listen, Linda, listen. I am picking Toronto. But if you want the upset of the week, I always give it to you. Because that's what I do. I'm a giver. Take Saskatchewan for the upset. I have a feeling this could be Toronto's week to lose. If you're a betting man, which I know both of us are. No. 11 and a half points have been given to Saskatchewan. And it's hard not to take that type of bet. you got to take that bet, folks. 11 and a half points? Yeah. In the CFL? I mean, it's quite often that it is 11 and a half points. But, I mean, last week, last week it was a 10. Like, Saskatchewan lost by 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, um. I mean, against a, a clearly inferior BC to like the comparison of yeah. BC to Toronto is huge. Especially difference. without uh, uh, Vernon Adams in there, it's even makes it bigger. Um, anything's possible. Yeah, no, I'm still going to take Toronto I'm, in my pick 'em. I'm going to take Toronto. Um, if I'm betting, if I'm going to bet that game, I might, I might take the I might eleven and a half points. Put five bucks on Saskatchewan there. Then we'll pay attention, folks. Then five bucks on Saskatchewan. Then the later game, which I really like. This there's a four p.m. Oh, which reminds me. I won't be able to watch these games. Correct. Son of a bitch. The the late game, and I say late very awkwardly because it's a 4 p.m. start for BC. Yep. 5 p.m. start in Edmonton for the second game of a doubleheader. That's great. They used the the late game and a doubleheader usually doesn't start till seven o'clock. Oh, I see. What I was like, "What are you getting at?" It's it's going to be done by yes. eight o'clock. Yeah, so you could still go out and do stuff on a Saturday night. Yeah, it's I mean, a it's great in, idea. It's in Edmonton, so it's unfortunate that the uh, a game like this is an NBC for the people on the island, the interior people travel in, and that is why there's a lot of games this year. That are earlier o'clock game because Amar Doman went to bat and said no. We want all, these I games. mean, all most of BC's games are four o'clock Sunday games. That's great, right? Saturday games, Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, yeah. The, the preference is Saturday because yes. then people can get home, have that day to recover. Um, what if they played all four games on the Saturday? I mean, you wouldn't. The, TSN has five channels, four channels. They could, five. they could put like. No, you could do it if yeah. you start early enough. If you start like. Again, using BC time zones, you start at 10, um, 10 a.m. Pacific time, which one. is noon. Or, or sorry, 1 in no, no. Eastern time. Yeah, yeah. But but so you go 10 to 1, then you go 1.30 to 4.30, 5 to 8, 8.30 to 11.30. It makes it's it for a, a late game. But if you do that, if you did that once, if you do that for the season opener, for the, yeah. for the for, like, or not the season, or, like the... Could you not do it where, like, you play two games at the same time? No. Why? You're cannibalizing your audience. There's a lot of people That's like you true. and me who true watch enough. every okay. single game. Okay. Um, I think throwing ideas out there. That's what it, I do. I'm an ideas guy. It works, I'm a giver, it, and I'm an ideas guy. It works well in the NFL because there's enough people to watch. and the, the, 
team bases are big enough that yeah. if no one else watches, they're still... You knew where I was going with yeah. it. There you go. Um, so yeah, BC and Edmonton. We're the, take, definitely taking BC. The Elks only are getting seven and a half points here. It'll be a 14-point minimum. If, minimum. If Vernon Adams starts, I could see that going up to match yes. what uh, Toronto and Saskatchewan is at for with 11 sure. and a half. Then our last game of the week. Probably the game of the week, to be honest. I, I think Ottawa I mean I think Ottawa is going to walk away with it, but I think Ottawa Hamilton has the potential to be to game us. of the week. Yeah, but the Alouettes Calgary could be it should be very fun as well. Um, I think I'm going to take Montreal on this one. I just don't think Jake Myers figured it out yet on grounds that you might get that I'm hanging out with. Two really diehard Calgary fans that week. That, oh no, Sunday we're home. Sunday you're home. I'm gonna take Calgary. Smart man. Um, There's a reason behind this. Calgary is given one and a half points on this. That it? Yeah. Oh geez. So super close game. Yeah. Um, I think just looking at it all like this week, take out the BC Edmonton game. My only worry about the BC Edmonton game is if Vernon Adams doesn't play, and God forbid if they beat us. We will never live it down. We will never live that down. It'll be like 2011 all over again. I'd be okay with it. I wouldn't be. Um, but looking at them, taking out the beast, the Edmonton game, the, so the three games, they're going to be competitive games. I know everybody's like, oh, Toronto over uh, and Saskatchewan. Again, I think Saskatchewan's better than a lot of people. It's my realize. upset. It's my upset. And. I don't think a lot of it has to do with their offense. It's their defense. Their their defense is quietly good. If you look at a lot of Saskatchewan games, they're won by eight to ten points, and that's it. Yeah. So uh, it should awesome. be should be a lot of fun. I've got nothing else this week. Again, look at that. We're only three minutes over our hour this time. Look at us go. We're getting better, in, folks. Well, you put us in the same room, we get less tangible. Well, we there, there was not not really a rant this week. There wasn't. I didn't go. Well, I did. I went on a rant there for a little bit. I was, but, mafia. but I listen, Linda. Yeah, but I was doing I was doing things while that was happening, so I wasn't That's feeding true. into your rant. That's true. You weren't feeding into any rant of mine. Well, you didn't really have anything to rant. No, about. No, I this week I had nothing to rant about. There's I could have ranted about the fact that we didn't put up my BC Lions flag. Who is it? Sorry, who is this? We fell down. Who is this? We you keep fell. Up? It fell. Do you have Do you have asthma? What is this? That's wee my thing? saying. Yeah, yeah. What is this? We thing you're talking about? I showed up here like two hours ago. You could have had it up by then. Sorry, I was busy eating the food you bought me. Yes. But everyone, that is the Hugh Sports Podcast for the week of July 24th. You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, at HSP underscore pod. You can find me, myself, and I on Twitter, or X as they're now calling it, at J Streams here, spelled J-E-H, Streams here. Um, I'm also on Threads, Instagram, everywhere Possible. We should get that up on a thingy down there. Yeah, so you would think. Where is it? Down there yeah, so you people would, could see it. You would think we. I would have something like that. You would think. Because yeah. we could put it right across there somewhere. Like in there. Yeah. Or maybe there. Yeah, like, right there. Like, like right there? Right there. We might be able or, to do that or, next week. Yeah. Well, Work I, on that for next week. You know what? You enjoy your time off and don't fucking tell me what to do. Wow. <laughs> on that note, folks, you can reach me at CavelliChanneling.com. No, not mm-hmm. .com. No, don't go to .com because I don't have my website up. But you can find me on Cavelli Channeling on Facebook, Instagram. I don't think about Snapchat. Am I on Snapchat? No, you're not on Snapchat. Not However, on, Snapchat. on Instagram, he is not 
I'm Kevin the Medium. Thank you, Kevin underscore the underscore medium on Instagram. On Twitter, he is KevHugh64. And if you message me, if you're listening to this podcast and you message me and say, I listen to you on Hugh Sports Podcast, I will give you $25 off your next reading. Ooh, look at that. Throwing a little promo right at the end there. Oh, I was, yeah. you, I had no, did you see? I had no clue where you're going. You're, My eyes were bugging out. Again, you're like, what are you doing? Again, if you're only listening to the podcast, you're, you're missing out on, I would say, about 33.33 repeating percent of, of the comedy oh, that we 75%. have. 75%. Well, it's all, it's all, it's all. Right I was, face. no, no. It's a space. Yeah, it's, it's a face. And folks, don't forget to go to VIPBets.com. Check it out. Tell them Kevin sent you. But yeah, type in when they're like, who, who sent you? Type, Kevin sent you. They'll know who he is. They will. I, I'm not kidding. Randy knows who I am, right, Randy? That's exactly what I said. But for the week, what what week are we going? Week eight. Have yourself week a fantastic eight. week Holy eight. Cow. We're almost halfway through the season. So I think should, I should do a, like an analysis halfway after week nine. Because there's 18 weeks. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I'll get right on that. I will. You don't have to do shit. And on that note, I- folks, have a great freaking week. I am because I'm going to have doctors. <laughs>